hello everyone and welcome to the Rodcast. Thank you very much for your patience. Um, it's been a very interesting couple of weeks, uh, busy with work and all of that. Life happens. Um, I appreciate your patience and I look forward to entertaining you for the next 35 minutes or 45 minutes or however long this takes. But first, a quick word from our sponsors. Today's episode of the Rodcast is brought to you by Chum Burger, New England's fastest mixed bait fish sandwich restaurant. Chum Burger, made with our signature proprietary blend of whatever bait fish we can find baking in the afternoon sun of Boston Harbor, topped with our signature chum sauce, and served on what, after a long and complex legal battle, we are now legally allowed to call a bun. Stop on in today to try the newest addition to the Chum Burger signature menu, the Seagull Supreme. Double mayo, double tartar sauce, and double matzo cheese. Well, that was fun. Sorry for the background noise. I've just got some uh, chores going on here. There's a dishwasher and a laundry machine running. Anyway, um, huge apologies to Infidel. I didn't get to all of your questions last time, so I'm going to start with those um, the, the right now. I talked about the Montreal and Regina situations as much as I'm able to, and I don't think that's a can of worms that needs to get opened again. Um, I know in Montreal we're just... We're keen to move past it. We're 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 our own family now, and uh, I feel good about the future. So that's kind of my final thoughts on that. Am I excited to stay down for one more season? Yes, definitely. Uh, Carolina has been just terrific. I mean, I talk about how awesome Carolina is in, in every episode, and I will continue to do so with the whole captaincy core moving up this this season. I was very keen to stay down. Um, my plan was to help kind of the new batch of squidlets adjust, uh, but the draft ended up so that uh, we have, we got Bad Wolf, uh, and that is it. So we're not going to have a huge turnover this uh, this season, but uh, I'm still happy to be able to, you know, help people transition, you know, help, just help the team kind of carry on as best we can. How do I feel Montreal will do in Season 62? This one I've given a lot of thought to. And uh, I'm going to use this as a stepping stone to talk about the SHL draft. And then I don't, I'll have a little bit to say about the J draft, but not too much. I've missed double media week. Uh, like I said, you know, things have just been hectic, but that's, uh, that's fine. With Montreal in season 62, I think um, with, uh, with Stan and Zach going up as well as Oh, I can't remember who else, but I think we're going to start to see, you know, this youth entering the uh, entering the Montreal locker room. The locker room's been amazing lately. We have, you know, so many fresh voices in there. It's been a really great time over the past couple of weeks. But I think Montreal is moving from, well, you know, full disrespect, bottom feeder. And I think Montreal this season is going to start to toe into, I think, scrappy underdog territory. And uh, I think it, you know the the climb the climb begins now, you know with with we have a lot of we have a a lot of guys in the core that are really strong earners. I missed my weekly training last week, so Infidel will probably trade me any day. It's uh, it's been fun, but uh, peace out. <laughs> but no, um, yeah, I think Montreal is going to just kind of continue to improve year after year from here on out. I can see. With the pace that um, like Infoset with um, with Stand and Desk, and uh, I know Roddy's on pace to to 
be just probably sitting around 900 TP when he goes up next season. I think very quickly, within a season or two, we're going to have uh, terrific depth. And uh, like I said, a scrappy underdog is definitely, I think, Montreal's trajectory for the next few seasons. And I'm excited to be on board. Moving on to this week's questions, which largely pertain to the uh, to the draft. Uh, Brick Wall, what are your thoughts on the S62 draft class, specifically those drafted to Montreal? If I can just pull up the actual draft, I don't remember everyone we took. The two picks I was most excited about, I have to say, were uh, Merrick and Malik Skoda. Uh, Merrick plays on Carolina with Roddy, and uh, you know it's, it's just great to see. Um, great to see, you know guys that I already know that I play with uh, going up. But it's also it's also exciting to me to have the uh, you know the pair of brothers. I'm a big Vancouver fan and I don't think it's too I don't think it's too early to say the Skodas are gonna be the new Sedines and it's gonna be amazing. Um, it's just it's super exciting. I was a little disappointed to see that um, I don't think any I don't think any yeah, no Carolina Kraken went in the first round, which uh, feels like a deliberate attack. Uh, there's definitely some kind of scandal brewing over that. Uh, I'm extremely upset. It's definitely a dishonor. Lenny Hawk going to Philadelphia. You guys are going to love Lenny. He's been, uh, since he joined uh, Carolina as a UDFA, he's just been super fun. Great guy to have around the uh, around the locker room. And Kachow going to LAP. No surprise there. Um, Kachow's a Kraken. LAP loves little squidlets. Um, but getting back to the uh, Montreal Patriots picks, um, Alicia Melchiot, I know, has had a... Uh, I didn't pay too close attention, but had a very good season, I believe. Mainly the Skoda brothers. Very excited to have those guys on board. And, um, yeah, it's going to be... going to be very exciting. How are you feeling in the upcoming season for Montreal? Thoughts on your draft picks? Uh, we've already kind of covered everything about that. Any goals for your player this season? Uh, well, I talked to Infidel and Seven at length about this. Um, Roddy, I mean, he's capped out. I don't see his performance changing too drastically from uh, what he did last season. I don't. I think he's going to be deployed in a very similar way, you know, as a as a top line winger who you know gets maybe. A bit of maybe a bit of power play time, but um, you know he's going to be killing penalties. He's going to be setting up plays on that top line. So I don't see I don't see his, his performance changing very much. I mean, ideally, uh, I was happy with how he performed this year. Um, led the team in blocked shots, threw a good number of hits. A little light on the point side, but he was definitely contributing, and that's what uh, that's at the end of the day what it's all about. So if he can just maintain. Maintain or improve, you know, how we did last season. That's the goal. That would be terrific. Um, starting to get really excited about uncapping when I move up to the SHL. Um, Jerem asks, oh, those were from Sloth. Uh, thanks, Sloth. You always drop great questions. I appreciate you coming out. Uh, Jerem, thoughts on the upcoming J draft? I have to admit, I've been really busy. I have not been super paying attention to this, but a huge congratulations to Jester John, Bilbo Baggins, going seventh overall to Great Falls Grizzlies. They've got a great decor shaping up there, and I think he's going to fit in well. He tells me he's having a great time in the locker room. You guys be nice to him. Very exciting stuff. 
caster with so many questions about the draft did you think that the, that the drafts would end up turning out this way the only real surprise for me was none of the kraken getting taken in the first round i think uh, caster your player uh, rafa rafael as well as lenny and merrick were all all had very solid performances um i think merrick uh ended up kind of sneaking up i think he finished he finished in the top 10 in in, in points on the entire team which is ama- i mean it was great it was great to see, but I was kind of surprised that a lot of those guys didn't go higher. I mean, still, uh, beyond that, I mean, you know, the draft went as often as drafts go. I did not have the time to watch it all. Uh, I got really busy that weekend. My very, very understanding girlfriend uh, let me watch part of the J draft while we were out to dinner on a date. Um, she even lent me her earbuds because it was very loud in the restaurant, so... Uh, I definitely, definitely don't deserve her. That was incredibly understanding and patient of her. What are you expecting Roddy's gameplay to be going forward into next season? Goals, aspirations, thoughts in general. Um, Talked about this in my last answer, but the main thing is the whole reason Roddy decided to take this little victory lap, why I, I... I asked, I, you know, I asked and made a bit of a fuss about staying down another season. Uh, was just stability. Um, I the Kraken have had a few seasons in a row now with very high turnover, and you know it's it's disruptive. It's emotional. Uh, the end of the season was actually surprisingly emotional. Um, you know, with with you know getting getting just you know destroyed by Quebec after having such a strong season. You know, not being able to win one for Granny. And then, you know, you know, all the captains going up, it was, it was, it was surprisingly emotional. So stability is the main goal. Um, if I want Roddy to continue to be, you know, an impact player, someone reliable. And, uh, you know, I want to be stick around. I want to stick around the locker room to make sure that, you know, I mean, we all know what it means to be a Kraken. And I think, you know, by being voted alternate captain last season you know you guys think that i am too so i decided to stick around and just do what i can to make sure that you know everyone just continues to feel welcomed and you know keeps having fun because that's what it's all about excited excited about the new squidlets coming through anything you'd hope them to bring to the team um well bad wolf has already been you know super active in the locker room um, she's great so far. Very funny. And I, I mean, it's, it's, we only get one draft pick. I mean, no pressure, but you know, it's, 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 I mean, the, the pressure is on a little bit to be, you know, extra crackeny, I suppose. Uh, but ergonomic, another, uh, another strong, uh, strong defense. Strong on defense. Player render, Kristen Bell. Fantastic. Love it. Looks like the build is very balanced. Very mo- probably a mobile two-way defenseman, high stamina. I think I think Ergo's gonna be a great addition. Gonna slot in well. Uh, we love we loved we love our defensemen in uh, in, in Carolina. And uh, it's it's gonna be an exciting season. We've had lots of changes. We're going to be looking for looking for UDFAs. They're going to be in high demand all around the league. It's uh, it's going to be exciting. I think uh, this season it could be. I mean, it could be very interesting. Thoughts on Carolina's upcoming season? It's it's difficult to say. There's been a lot of uh, 
a lot of changeover again for Carolina. Um, I know, I mean, there's people getting called up all the time. Nevada has been, uh, they won, they had a great build, great rebuild, went through a rebuild past couple of seasons. I can see Nevada really coming into their own. They're going to have quite a few capped, quite a few capped out players going through this season. Um, my really, my only thought, my main primary thought when going through this season is please, dear God, if we make the playoffs, just let us beat Quebec. That's all I want at this point. I don't even need to win a cup anymore. I don't need to win the cup before Roddy goes up to the SHL. I just need to beat Quebec. Either beat them in a playoff series or make the playoffs, and they don't. I just, I need it. It's been three seasons in a row. We've been absolutely dummied, and it's just getting, it's getting tiresome. And speaking of getting dummied, not 100% satisfied with your order? Square up, bitch. To receive a refund, you must defeat the local branch manager of the Chumburger location you visited in a street fight. In addition to your money back, you'll receive one of our limited edition Chum Knuckle Champ t-shirts. It's, uh, it's been a few weeks, so there's a lot of hockey news to catch up on as well. The biggest one, I think, is the Eichel trade going to uh, Las Vegas in exchange for Alex Tuck, Peyton Krebs, and uh, some, some, uh, some picks. Uh, this is mildly upsetting to me because I was really hoping that this was finally going to be the year that Vegas just wasn't good. And with Eichel um, imminently going for his surgery and uh, projected to join their first line, I just don't see that happening. If he can make it back in time for even half the season, um, Vegas is going to be just absolutely stupid. And I'm not, I'm not looking forward to them having such a star player added to their already just stacked team. It's really, it's aggravating. And speaking of star players... For a limited time at participating locations, order any Chumburger Tom Brady style, and for an additional 99 cents, your meal will be served to you out of a CO2-powered air cannon at approximately 45 miles per hour. Go long, Chumburger fans! The Canucks homestand so far has been super disappointing. Uh, they've really, really struggled, especially on special teams. Their game against Dallas last night, I didn't get a chance to watch anything but the last five minutes or so, but I've watched through most of the highlights, and a lot of bright points there. Um, Pedersen looking to be closer to the player that he can be, which is putting me in a much more hopeful state of mind for the team. Besser is looking like he's, you know, continuing to get back towards top form. Quinn Hughes is looking phenomenal. I've loved his play this year. He, he struggled defensively quite a bit last year. He ended the season with an extremely low plus-minus and uh, this year he's been a much more reliable two-way presence, uh, continuing his really just incredibly talented offensive play with a lot of good, you know, work in his own end. And, uh, I mean, if he continues on this trajectory, he's going to be he's gonna, he's going to be a top defenseman in the league within the next two or three seasons. Super happy to have him locked down on contract for the next six years. It's very exciting to see. Bo Horvat. Uh, Bo Horvat's very interesting to me because he's... He's kind of like Mr. Reliable for the Vancouver Canucks. Even when everyone else was struggling this year, he was out there. He was mixing it up. I mean, the guy, he throws hits. He he sets up good plays, goals, assists, blocked shots. He's uh, he's a phenomenal presence on and off the ice. And uh, when, he's, when he's clicking, 
you know, he can he can carry he can carry a lot of the weight of the team offensively. And early on when Pedersen and Besser were struggling and uh, JT Miller was going through a little rough patch there, Horvat really stepped up. But I mean, that's his job. It's great to see um, the game against Dallas. Bo Horvat, Quinn Hughes and Elias Pedersen all had uh, three point nights, which was very exciting to see. It's interesting for Bo Horvat because I think Pedersen is a lock for the Swedish national team for the Olympics. I don't think anyone's going to question that. Hughes has a chance. So does Miller, I think, to make the uh, the United States team, uh, depending on what they're looking for and depending how you know depending how the rest of the you know the rest of their players uh, perform during the uh, during the season. Bo Horvat, I think, right now is competing with Ryan O'Reilly for that fourth-line center slot on Team Canada. I would love to see Horvat take that. Personally, I think two seasons ago, the uh, the Vancouver-St. Louis series in the bubble, where the Canucks dethroned the reigning champs uh, quite handily, I think. Um, and Bo Horvat had a couple of moments where he just undressed their entire team and uh, you know blew a few goals past Jordan Bennington and Jake Allen. Personally, I think... Bo Horvat is the better player, um, offensively at least. Ryan O'Reilly, Ryan O'Reilly is a very solid two-way player. He may be a bit better defensively, and I think at this point it's a bit of a toss-up between the two of them for that fourth-line spot, depending on what the team organizers and head office staff are looking for. I'd take Horvat personally, but I mean when you've got, I mean the the Canuck the Canucks sorry the Canadians GM is uh is spoiled for choice at this point with the center the center and forward depth of team canada this year is absolutely ridiculous team canada is going to be disgusting the only thing i can see holding them back is a potential lack of goalie depth with mark andre fleury kind of floundering in his start with chicago and Carey price you know still out and remaining a bit of a question mark i'd love to see bo horvat make the team yeah, just like to plant that idea in someone's head. Speaking of plants, going plant-based? Chum Burger has you covered. In addition to our vegetarian classics such as kelp chips and sea onion coleslaw, we have launched our newest meat-free alternative, Phyto Nugs. Phyto Nugs combine the salty goodness of the sea with the wholesome all-natural vegan algae that we scraped off the hull of the SS Derek Jeter last May. That's going to do it for me today. Um, I'm hoping that I'll be able to get John back on the next one. We've both been kind of busy lately. Um, we always have a lot of fun. Thanks for listening, as always. I hope you enjoyed yourselves, and I'll see you around the league.